The following is a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Klein Electric, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Fast Signs, Blessman International, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Bozen the Florist. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. And a very pleasant good evening and welcome to the Ankeny Centennial Gym as we get set for high school girls basketball tonight in Class 5A. Top five matchup, number three Dowling and number five Ankeny Centennial. Alongside Scott Babinette, I'm Mark Amadale and we are getting set for one game tonight as the Dowling boys had a uh, scheduled game with Des Moines Hoover, so they can't join us up here. But we're going to have updates from the Dowling boys, who also tip off at 6:15 against Des Moines Hoover. But we're up here, Centennial and Dowling, for the second time this season. Scott Babinat. Yeah, covering another league game here. Another yeah. tough game tonight. A different style you'll be facing tonight. Uh, Ankeny Centennials, always known for their strong defense compared to some other teams in the CIML. So a different challenge tonight with Coach DeYoung's team. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, you look at these teams, second time through. Centennial has won six of their last eight games. Unfortunately, the two losses were back-to-back uh, to Waukee and to Johnson, so they came. They come in on a two-game losing streak. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons are run 11-12. Their lone loss was to Johnston, so both teams have that as an equalizer, right. a loss to Johnson in this stretch. But uh, uh, Dowling a chance to really, you know, continue strong. Not a whole lot of games left for these teams, as, uh, Scott, as uh, Dowling will have most of the week off. They'll be Their next game will be a girl-boy doubleheader, and that's for also for the boys' team, too. Uh, will be Saturday against Dames, 12-30 girls' game, followed by the boys' game at 2. That'll be Dowling's next game at home Saturday against Dames. Then next week, we're Tuesday-Friday uh, with uh, at North Waukee Northwest and home against Urbandale. And then the regional start for the girls, the Dowling boys will have a couple single games left. So that's kind of we're, we're getting towards the end of right. the season hard to believe this, this season's flown by hasn't it it just seems like you know and now games are getting crunched because of the two uh rescheduled games because of the the weather so it's not doesn't seem to spread out so yeah it, it's it's crunching down here and again dowling as we talked about the other night needs to continue winning these games they're probably insulated in that third seed if they play well but they don't want to take any chances here yeah, no question about it. And I don't think Ankeny Centennial is in a, in a situation where they could get into a third seat, although they have games left against their crosstown rival uh, Ankeny, and that'll be at the Ankeny Gym this Friday. And then next week, they're home against Southeast Polk and home against Waukee Northwest, two teams in the top uh, 11, if you will. Southeast Polk ranked 11th, Waukee Northwest 10. But uh, all three games Centennial has remaining are ranked teams. But... Yeah below them as Centennial comes in ranked fifth. Ankeny's ninth. Polk is, uh, Southeast Polk is 11th and Waukee Northwest is 10. But I don't think they're in a situation where they're going to fall to a three seed. They're going to be a, certainly a one and if not a two. But you're always playing for that because right. a week from this Wednesday is when the large schools will have their seedings come out. The small schools will have theirs come out here in a couple days, uh, 1A, 2A, and 3A. But 4A and 5A are released next week. I think it'll be uh, Wednesday, February 7th, is what I have written down. It could be before that. Yeah, and, and I mean, this game, the first game, uh, Dowling really stretched it out in the second half, and I believe it was 60-34 to 34 was the final. So tonight, you'd normally think, okay, don't take this uh, team for granted. It's not a guarantee the second time around, especially on their home court. But if nothing else, 
the game they played against Johnson the other day was a five-point game, if I saw correctly. So that ought to get your attention. And, and it sounds like uh, it seems like uh, Centennial was in that game uh, the whole time. So you know that that's uh, they're playing better. So that, that should wake you up a little bit if you're the Dowling girls to be ready tonight. No question about it. And uh, you know the Maroons coming off the the win over Southeast Polk. Friday night, the game we had on Iowa Catholic Radio, 75-37. The Dowling girls knocking off number 11 Southeast Polk coming into tonight. The Maroons have, uh, last week was a good week as the Maroons uh, coming off the uh, Johnson loss beat Ankeny, Valley, and Southeast Polk, all teams that are ranked in the top 15 of Class 5A. And, uh, you know, Centennial coming, as I mentioned, losing back-to-back games last week to Waukee and to uh, uh, their, their game on Friday night to number one Johnson. But uh, looking to rebound, uh, you know, Coach DeYoung will have them ready. I mean, Jaden Pratt and Maya Crawford right. are two Division One players. They're both going to be playing against each other in the Missouri Valley. Crawford going to uh, Drake, and uh, Pratt will be at Illinois State. So they will face each other in college, but uh, they're the dynamic duel. The problem is getting the rest of the team. Ava Martin, Finley Blackmore, and Tilly Smith round out the top five, and then maybe just a couple subs. So that has been tough for Coach DeYoung, the fall off after the two Division One right. starters, getting everybody else to be on the same page consistently every right. night, scoring, rebounding, and uh, that's tough to do when you got youngsters uh, filling in, which is what he has. And, and I think sometimes people would look at Dowling the same way with Zedeker and and, and Moeller, who are considered uh, D1 prospect. Uh, obviously, Zedeker's going to Creighton, but um, you know, you look at that, who's going to step up next? Is it going to be Tritton? Is it going to be Katie Moeller? Who's going to keep picking up the pace and, and uh, supplementing the scoring that you get from those top two scorers? which is very, very, very important for them to continue. Uh, and, and even tonight, you know, you you want to get ahead of Ankeny Centennial and push the ball against them so they can't get set up on their defensive end. You don't want them to, to be playing with the lead. You want them playing from behind. We've talked about how in the past uh, Centennial was traditionally known for their great defense, and part of that was they weren't rushed by the shot clock that you have now. And so... That's been an adjustment for them, and, you know, they have to they have to rush their offense a little bit more. Yeah, it's a lower-scoring game when you're playing Centennial, no matter with or without right. the shot clock. This is year two with uh, uh, the shot clock, and uh, the Jaguars average 48 points on offense and give up just under 44 points on defense, so they're going to slow it down as much as possible, right. and uh, Dowling likes to get out and get after it. The Maroons are averaging 58 points on offense and uh, giving up just 40, just under 44 points on defense, so we'll see how that dynamic uh, uh, plays out, uh, uh, Scott, because last time these two teams played, Dowling won at the uh, at the Dowling Gym, and uh, look at the score here, 60-34. to 34, Very good defense performance by the Dowling girls, uh, holding Centennial right. to 34 points, but also scoring 60 against the Scott DeYoung coach defense. Right, and I mean, the Dowling uh, dominated from the three-point line. They, they uh, let's see, in the first game they had uh, 12 three-pointers, and Centennial had none. So already you start off there. It's like a 36 nothing advantage, and, and yeah. that really helps. Now, the, Dowling didn't shoot it well from there, but they were capable enough to uh, uh, jump out ahead of Centennial on that one. All right, we're going to take a break here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network as we get set for Dowling and Ankeny Centennial. We will have reports tonight from the Dowling Hoover Boys Contest, but we're up here at Centennial High School in 
Ankeny broadcasting the top five teams, two of the top five teams in Class 5A girls basketball. Fifth-ranked Centennial, third-ranked Dallin. We'll have more pregame after these messages, along with Scott Babinette. I'm Mark Hamadale. We'll return after this. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One. Live your best life with Mercy One. With Iowa's largest network of care locations, personalized care is right in your neighborhood. Schedule online at mercyone.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com. 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Brightside Aesthetics by Ducharme Dermatology provides advanced and medical aesthetics, body contouring, wellness, and spa services. Learn more at brightsideiowa.com. Thank you, Brightside Aesthetics, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the Ankeny Centennial Gymnasium here in Ankeny, Iowa, alongside Scott Babinette, Mark Amadale. Monday night, high school girls basketball. That's got a different ring to it. I like it. This it's you know, no more Monday night football, so let's go Monday night basketball. I mean last <laughs> week the girls after the game are like, Hey, let's play every day. We don't have practice then, so oh. Yeah, when they don't have practice, their things their their eyes light up, don't they? Yes, yes. Let's take a look at some other games going on in the uh, CIML and some other uh, conferences. Not a whole lot tonight. Uh, Dowling at Ankeny Centennial in this girls contest. And in the boys' contest, Hoover's at Dowling. Same tip-off time at uh, 6.15. Lincoln is at Southeast Polk in a girl-boy doubleheader. And, yeah, now, now they're going to dim the lights. They, I should have known better. They got all this <laughs> nice uh, this nice stuff here at Ankeny, and we'll, uh, we'll get our flashlights on here. Uh, after this game here at Centennial, the North boys will take on Ankeny Centennial. So kind of a split... Uh, matchup here at the Centennial Gym. Now, girl-boy doubleheaders going on. Fort Dodge is at Urbandale and Atoma at Des Moines East. These are all girl-boy doubleheaders uh, throughout the league. Let's take a look at starting lineups. First of all, for Dowling Catholic as they're being introduced on the floor as we speak. Maroons will go with their usual starters. For a team that is now 13-4, ranked third in Class 5A, the head coach is Kristen Meyer in her eighth year. 138 wins, 53 losses. Maroons will start at one guard, Ava Zedeker. She is the point guard, averaging 18 points, just under five rebounds. Zedeker will wear number 13 and a captain. The other guard is another captain, Layla Tritton, a 5'8 junior, averaging eight points. She'll wear number 15. And the third guard is freshman Katie Moeller, 5'11 freshman, averaging just under 11 points and three and a half rebounds. At one forward and another captain, Ellie Olson, a 5'10 junior, averaging two and a half points, three and a half rebounds. She'll wear number five. And at center, Ellie Moeller, 6'1 sophomore, averaging 12 points, 10 and a half rebounds, wearing number 23. Off the bench for Dowling, Macy Herndon, a 5'3 junior, wearing number 33, averaging 3.5 points. We also may see Kaylee Klein, a 5'11 freshman, averaging 2.5 points, number 21, as Dowling comes in averaging 58 points on offense and giving up just under 44 points on defense. And now for the Anki Centennial Jaguars under their veteran head coach, Scott DeYoung, in his 11th year here at Centennial High School, 35 years overall. And Coach DeYoung has coached in 
has seven state champions, six at Ankeny and one at Centennial. And they will start this line at that one guard. Maya Crawford, a 5'8 junior, averaging 14 and a half points, eight rebounds, which leads the team. Shore number five. The other guard is Ava Martin, a 5'6 junior, averaging six and a half points. Shore number one. And the other guard is Tilly Smith, a 5'5 junior, averaging six points. And Smith will wear number 23. At one forward, Jaden Pratt, a 5'10 junior, averaging 11 and a half points. And the other forward is Finley Blackmore, a 5'11 junior, averaging four and a half points. And that's a look at the lineups where Ankeny comes in with a record of nine and seven, ranked fifth. And we will take a break and come back with the tip off. But first, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer with Father Reed Flood. Mark Emmerdale, Scott Babinett, about set for tip off here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Reed Flood. Let us pray together for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition this evening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask that you bless all those involved in this athletic competition this evening. We ask that you keep them safe and that they show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Sebastian, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Welcome back to the Ankeny Centennial Gym. Alongside Scott Babinett, Mark Amadell just about set for tip-off between the Jaguars and the Maroons in this girls' contest. And thanks also to uh, Andy Pollock, who does the uh, Ankeny video live stream. Of course, he is also the Iowa High School Assistant Football Coach of the Year for 2023. Right next to me, I've uh, been bumped twice. And yeah. I'm gonna try, I try to stay away from the <laughs> offensive linemen and their coaches. And that's what yes. Andy is, so congratulations to him on the Dowling staff. But uh, yes. he's up here at Ankeny and helped us get set up tonight. We appreciate Andy Pollock. Yes, we do. That's, that's uh, good help from him. Hey, look, Dowling's out there, and they're in their same uniforms, maroon road uniforms with silver trim and white numbers, Scott. We've seen that for a while. I don't think they'd know what to do any different. <laughs> All right, our officials tonight, Travis Carroll will throw it up, along with Jason Alons and Kendall Brown. Dowling wins the tip, and we're underway. Maroons go left to right, north to south, here at the Centennial Gym. As of a... Well-attended game thus far. It's just a girls' contest between Dowling and Centennial. Dowling with the ball, 15 on the shot clock. Reverse pass to uh, Olson, nearly thrown away. Corner three by Tritton is no good. Rebound Centennial. And the Jags in the front court. Ava Martin, Jaden Pratt, Maya Crawford, Finley Blackmore, Tilly Smith. There's Crawford with it. Left wing it goes to Ava Martin, who's guarded by <laughs> Ellie Olson already. A deflection 
Well, yeah, both teams defensively have gotten deflections here early on. Always in the passing lane. Anchoring down the lane. Tilly Smith, the shot no good. Rebound Dowling and Moeller. So both teams have had a crack at it. Dowling shot the air ball on their first possession, and Ankeny missed on there. So Dowling with the ball left to right in front of us. No scores were just underway here in this girls' contest. We'll have updates from the Dowling gym as the Dowling boys play Hoover night. Underneath is Ellie Olson, her layup up and good, and a beautiful pass that time from Ellie Olson to Ellie Muller. Yeah, good, good interior work that time. They didn't get rushed in their possession. Down the lane, Maya Crawford shot too strong with the left hand, no good. Rebound Dowling. Here's Zedeker all the way down the lane, layup up, good. Zedeker blew past her defender and Tilly Smith and scores. And that's what Dowling needs to do. They need to get out and run before Centeno can set up their traditionally great half-court defense. Dowling with the ball and a bad pass thrown away by Zedeker. Ava has the ball tipped away by Crawford and commits the turnover. Zedeker stepped right in front of the pass by the Hawks' Finley Blackmore. Four to nothing, Dowling. Just underway here in the first quarter on this uh, makeup Monday night. Yeah, both teams starting man to man. Of course, if you said anything like a zone about either of these teams, they would break out in hives, I think. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> both these coaches, like, I mean, it, it, nothing would get them more fired up than if you told them they had to play zone. Pratt underneath and. Her shot up and no good, blocked out of bounds by Ellie Muller, and four on the shot clock. So this had to be a quick inbounds pass underneath the centennial basket here, Scott. Yeah, and what you love about what Dowling's doing, both teams are actually doing, they're just making it difficult for the other one to do anything right now. Ball deflected away by Zedeker. They get it to Pratt for three, and she travels with the basketball, and the Maroons force a turnover. Both teams just a challenge on, they're just making it difficult. That's the best way you can describe it. And they got Pratt up in the air, and she knew she was going to get blocked, so she just came down with it. Defensive presence by both teams tonight. It's going to be tough to get uh, shots off, although Dowling leads 4 nothing. Five and a half to go. Here's Ellie Olsen underneath. Bounce pass to Muller. It's stolen away by Ankeny. Jaguars in the front court. Here's Pratt with it. Not a Crawford. They reverse to Martin. Now they lob it inside. Spinning in the lane. A shot up no good. Too strong by Finley Blackmore, the 5'11 junior. Rebound Dowling. And the Maroons throw it away in the outlet pass. Stealing it away is Pratt. Her shot's blocked out of bounds by Ellie Moeller. Yeah, I mean, the, the turnovers that are happening for Dowling right now are just totally unnecessary. You don't have to rush anything. You just need to play, play calmly, get the shot you want. Now here's a long three by Tilly Smith. No good for Ankeny. Rebound slapped around, and guess who gets the rebound? Hawkettes, or rather uh, Jaguars and Finley Blackmore. <laughs> That's a team just south here, I'm sorry. Yeah. Now in the lane on the fourth attempt, Jaden Pratt puts it through for the Hawk, for the Jags, and it's 4-2 to two, Dowling. Right, and that, that's the one area, we didn't really get to talk about it in the, before the game, is that's the one area where Dowling could get in trouble is if they don't rebound well on the defensive end because that's where Centennial makes a lot of their uh, – their uh, offense off of second chance points. A whistle and a foul on the baseline on Maya Crawford. That'll be the first foul of the contest with 4.34 left to go first quarter. 4-2. to two. Dowling with the lead. The Maroons will have a brand new shot clock and Tritton will inbound, inbound it. Ellie Olsen, Ellie, Katie Muller, Ava Zedeker, Layla Tritton, and Ellie Muller, the five on the floor for the Maroons. Neither team has went to their bench yet. Here's Zedeker with it. They force her left. Tilly Smith has is guarding her and now down the right side of the lane shot up and good 
kind of went off yeah. the backboard. Then it kind of hung on the rim. But Zedeker made it fall. She's got four down like six points. Yeah. Moons up by four, 6-2. Just a nice touch there. Underneath is Blackmore. Her shot up and no good. And she's just being overwhelmed by Muller. That's Ellie Muller in the post. Right. And Rebound Dowling. And, and they've been looking for more of those isolation things with Pratt and with Crawford. And the size inside has just really bothered them. All right, here's Tritton with it. They just run their weave through. Now 15 on the shot clock. Zedeker, top of the key. Guarded by Smith in the lane. The shot up and no good. And a whistle and a foul on Centennial. As Zedeker hits the floor. Yeah, that was a hard hit right there. Blackmore will pick up the foul on Finley. That'll be her first for the uh, Jags. And free throws coming for Ava Zedeker. Good thing about Ava, she's young. She can recover, but she's hit the, the floor the last several games, starting with the Valley game. The free throw no good. Zedeker, an 83% free throw shooter. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Construction Professionals, Ashworth Vision Clinic, and Bows on the Floors. Mark Amadale alongside Scott Babinat bringing you the girls game tonight. One game here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Second free throw is good. And Zedeker now with five points to lead Dowling. Maroons with a five-point lead, their largest of the night, 7-2. to two. Over the Jaguars, 3.20 left to go first quarter. There's Maya Crawford with it in the lane. Over Zedeker, pull-up jumper, good. Hits the front of the rim and falls through. Crawford with her first two points. Cuts the Dowling lead to three, seven to four. They like that uh, where they drive then, then turn and back in. Dowling would call that uh, Barkley move where they're backing the girl down. They lob it inside to Muller. Ellie now kicks it back out to her sister Katie Muller. Now underneath Zedeker, pull-up jumper up and no good. Drew the foul. And uh, Zedeker with a quick catch and a jump stop. And we'll go to the line for two. And this is a different kind of game, Mark. I and mean, we talk about the half-court defense of, of Centennial. It is pretty strong. The Maroons need to not get rushed. They can get what they want if they're patient. Just that back cut right there. Uh, Zedeker became a release wide open there in the middle. First free throw good by Zedeker. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Fast Signs, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Blessman International. Second free throw good. Zedeker three of four at the line. She's got seven points. Dowling full court pressure leading nine to four over the Jaguars. Now Crawford will dribble across the timeline. Dowling drops back man to man. There's Pratt with it. Top of the key guarded by Tritton. Hand off to Crawford who's guarded by Zedeker. Now Blackmore has it. Guarded by Katie Muller. Jags with 15 on the shot clock. Here's Crawford with it in the lane. Spins against Zedeker. Shot up. Too strong. No good. Rebound weak side to Muller. Outlet pass to Zedeker. Ava in the front court for Dowling. Runs it all the way to the left wing. Lob pass inside to Muller. It's stolen away by Crawford. Jags going the other way as they force a turnover. And they're doing a great job of denying that pass at the, at the first side. If Dowling will be willing to reverse it, I believe they'd get Muller in the second side. And now Pratt gets loose, and she shoots and scores. That's her fourth point. Got loose on the right side of the lane, and nobody came over to help. And Dowling's lead is three. It's nine to six Maroons. A minute 50 remaining here in the first quarter. Here's Tritton for the Maroons. Jags go back man to man. 
Layla dribbles all the way down the right block as Macy Harnden in there for the Bruins right now after that last dead ball. Harnden replacing Ellie Olson. Here's Zedeker. We got an illegal screen on Ellie Muller. Yeah, the Centennial player forced that, leaning in on that, and kind of compromised her stance there. So turnover against Dowling. And a minute 34 remaining in the first quarter. The other way we go with Centennial with the basketball. As they will take Finley Blackmore out of the uh, Centennial lineup. Place her with Kylie and Smith, number 35, a 5'11 junior. First sub of the night for the Jags. Now here's Pratt with it. Out to Crawford, back to Pratt. Pratt guarded by Tritton down the lane. Left hand to layup, good. Nice move by Pratt. She really exploded with the left hand. Usually uh, she goes right, but that time she, so she could go both ways. She's got six of the Jags, eight points, and it's 9-8. Dowling's lead one here, Scott. She's just a really strong player, and, you know, you watch her. She just competes. Very good competitor. Dowling on offense just needs to be, they're playing a little frustrated. They just need to move the ball a little bit more and get into where they want to get. Ellie Moeller down the lane, layup up, and it's too strong. No good. Rebound cleared out of there by Kylan Smith of the Jaguars. 40 seconds remaining, Dowling by one. Centennial with the basketball. Here's Tilly Smith with it. Inside it goes to Pratt, and she draws the foul. And there'll be two free throws coming as Tritton will pick up the foul for Dowling. Yeah, Centennial seems to be getting into what they want now with the uh, back down plays of Pratt and Crawford to try to draw fouls here. So free throws coming for the Jags. First one up and good. We're going to whistle that on Moeller. Ellie Moeller, her second is what they put that on. It was on Tritton. I, yeah, Tritton took the fall anyway. Pratt's first free throw good. Second one on the way. Good. Jags have their first lead of the night. Eight points now for Jaden Pratt. Ankeny by Ankeny Centennial by one, 10 to 9 over Dowling. 25 seconds remaining here in the first quarter from the Jaguar gym. Again, one game tonight, it's Dowling and Ankeny. Top five matchup, Jaguars at number five, Dowling at number three. Centennial with a record of nine and seven, Dowling with a record of 13 and four. Second time they played each other. Four seconds remaining, pull up jumper, free throw line, no good. With eight tenths of a second, Zedeker misses the shot. And the Jags will inbound here. That looks to be our first quarter score. So the Ankeny Centennial with the lead, 10 to 9 over Dowling Catholic. We'll take a one-minute break and return to the Ankeny Centennial gym for this Class 5A girls matchup. And it's Ankeny Centennial leading Dowling 10 to 9. We'll be back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for programming funded by Blessman International. We bring the good news of the gospel of South African children and their families through faith formation and locally sustainable programs. As the Fellowship of Christian Athletes location for all South Africa, our Sports for Christ complex provides student access to friendly competition where discipline and dedication are developed. Learn how you can support programs like Sports for Christ or experience the hands-on engagement of a mission trip at blessmaninternational.org. 
Fast Signs is a custom sign and visual solutions company with an extensive selection of digital signage, interior and exterior signs, banners, and vehicle wraps. Learn more at FastSigns.com. Thank you, Fast Signs in Clive, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Hey, we're back here at the Centennial Gym on the northwest part of Ankeny. We were in the south part of Ankeny last week. Just we were. Get, get our direction straight. Uh, big distance, huh? <laughs> a couple miles, maybe, yeah. if that. Yeah. But uh, I appreciate everybody up here. Nate Lindgren uh, and all the folks here at Ankeny. Blake Crookshank, part of the athletic office. Marge Rasson, great job. And, of course, uh, Andy Pollock with the live stream here helping us get set up. Ankeny Centennial with the ball to start the second quarter. And a whistle and a foul on the Maroons. They're going to get Ellie Olson for the foul. That'll be her first. And they're just attacking Dowling's inside players right now. That's three fouls on the two post players Dowling has. Score from the, the boys game. Dowling leading Hoover 19-7 at the end of the uh, first quarter. Thanks to Denny O'Grady keeping us abreast there. Second free throw up and good. So, I believe that's a no run for yeah. Centennial right now. Crawford two for two at the line that time. And Jags with their largest lead of three, 12 to nine. Now Dowling goes down the lane and the ball poked out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball with 24 on the shot clock. Dowling needs to be aggressive, though, getting to the basket. If the referees are going to call fouls inside, you need to get to the basket and draw fouls, get some man-one opportunities and uh, easy free throws. Olsen back in the lineup as the Maroons continue their rotation as they have Ellie Muller on the bench with two fouls. The other thing that needs to happen is Dowling needs to step to the ball. Uh, Centennial's being very aggressive. You draw a couple cheap fouls by stepping to the ball. So Harnden gets the second quarter start. Olsen back in and Ellie Muller on the bench with two fouls for Dowling. 15 on the shot clock. Here's Harnden with it. She's guarded by Kylie Smith. Kylan Smith, rather. Here's Katie Muller. Five on the shot clock. Muller to Zedeker. She'll launch the three. Top of the key. Good. Ava Zedeker with her 10th point. That's her first three tonight. And her 43rd made three of the year. We're tied at 12, and now it's Centennial the other way. Centennial Dowling, Dowling, <laughs> that one. It was, uh, I think it was one. That last Centennial basket by Ava Martin. That's her first two of the night. Here's Zedeker, left elbow, pull-up jumper, no good. Rebound Centennial, Maya Crawford, 14-12, to 12, Centennial. 6.40 remaining here in the second quarter. And underneath Crawford, her shot up and good. Centennial is just taking it right to the basket. Yeah, Dowling's not walling off those drives at all right now. Centennial is not settling for jump shots. They're getting as far in and lane as they can. And they've been driving right to the middle of the lane. And now Tritton has a ball deflect off her. She retrieves it. Lizzie Beeman there, 5'8 freshman in the lineup for the Jags. Now Harnden with it. 
Back out to Katie Muller. Top of the key, seven on the shot clock. Muller drives the left side. Now gets it over and ball poked out of bounds as Tritton had it knocked away. Now substitutions in. Finley Blackmore will re-enter the lineup for Centennial. One second on the shot clock. And Ellie Muller will come in for Herndon. And with one second on the shot clock, we see Ellie Muller check in. Just under six minutes to play here in the second quarter. Centennial by four, their largest lead. And now corner three up, no good. Rebound Muller, and we've got a whistle and a loose ball foul called on Crawford, I believe, and that'll be her second. And it is. And that's important because that could take away some of her aggressiveness to the basket right now. So Crawford yeah. with two fouls for Centennial, and Dowling's Ellie Muller with two fouls. Maroons will inbound the ball, and they'll get a brand-new shot clock out of it, trailing by four. Jags stay man-to-man. Maroons inbound the ball. They get it to Tritton. She's left alone in the baseline. Pull-up jumper, good. Ava Zedeker with her 12-point. 16-14 Centennial with 5.40 left to go second quarter from the Jaguar gym here in North Ankeny. Here's Martin with it for the Jags. Lizzie Beam stays in. Dowling stays man-to-man. Martin dribbles baseline right side, cut off by Olsen of Dowling. Now leaves it for Pratt. She's on the baseline, overshoots the basket, and it's rebounded by Dowling and Ellie Moeller. And it's such a difference with Ellie Moeller in there. She didn't even have a chance to block that, but Pratt went a lot faster thinking she might. Zedeker underneath. In the corner goes to Katie Muller for three. It's no good. And the rebound slapped around, and Lizzie Beam comes away with it for the Jags. Outlet pass goes to Tilly Smith. Now they work the left side. Here's Ava Martin coming off the screen in the lane. Layup good. Nice screen set up right in the middle of the lane. And Smith took it in. 18-14 Jaguars by four. 4.40 left to go here in the second quarter. Fouling with the ball, Zedeker coming off a ball screen by Olsen. Olsen rolls to the basket, they don't get it to. Now they do, catches the ball, and now she's double team and has it taken away. Stolen away by Jaden Pratt. Yeah, the Dowling's, Dowling had something going there if she catches that first catch, but fumbling to that gave away the turnover there. Jags running their dribble weave. Here's Blackmore with it. Now in the corner goes to Beam. Now back to Blackmore. 15 on the shot clock for Ankeny. Now here's Pratt at the free throw line. Her shot no good. Rebound Zedeker and Dowling. Zedeker down the lane, the left side. She has the ball stripped away. It'll be Dowling basketball out of bounds. Macy Herndon will recheck into the lineup for Dowling, replacing Ellie Muller. And Dowling needs to, Dowling shouldn't let those drives uh, get through there. They should be able to wall up. And we've got a timeout called. This will be a full timeout, and we'll take it with them. 3.55 to go here in the second quarter. Our score, Ankeny Centennial 18, Dowling 14. And you're listening to Class 5A girls basketball from Ankeny Centennial High School on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from the Catholic Tuition Organization. Reduce or eliminate your Iowa income tax and instead give to the Catholic Tuition Organization and receive 75% Iowa tax credits. These tax credits are going fast, so reserve yours today and learn more about the Catholic Tuition Organization at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their futures. Catholic Tuition Organization, a great investment in our kids. Support for programming is provided by Construction Professionals, serving customers through a proven process creating unique design, functionality, and artistic beauty. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. We're back here at the Centennial Gym in Ankeny. Jaguars with the lead over Dowling, 18-14. Runes inbound the ball. Brand new shot clock. Here's Tritton with it. Layla in the corner goes to Harden for three. It's no good. Ball safe from going out of bounds by Tritton. And off the Ankeny defender, Lizzie Beam. Scott Babinett, uh, Dowling. 12 of the Maroons' points have come from Ava Zedeker. Ellie Muller has the other two, and she's on the bench with two fouls. Nobody else has stepped up in the first half that tonight for Dowling. They have not, and they're real tentative with the ball, or when they go, they're being met with defenders, but you still you still can hit open shooters that way if people were replaced. I think there's a game where they could run that replacement play and get some open shots. That's a second foul on... They're going to call it on Crawford? I thought it was on Blackmore. It is. So Blackmore with her second foul. Free throws coming for Ava Zedeker, who has 12 of Dowling's 14 points. Our score, 18-14. Centennial, first free throw good by Zedeker. She has 13 points to lead Dowling tonight. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by the Catholic Tuition Organization, Klein Electric, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Second free throw good. 14 points for Zedeker. Now it's now five or six the line. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, before the time I was saying that, that Dowling is able to go under screens, which should make it easier to wall off uh, if, if people are driving and help out. Long three by Centennial. No good by Tilly Smith as she was left alone on the right wing. Rebound Dowling. Maroons now trailing by two. Tritton, who's been shut down tonight, in the lane to Olsen. Fake shot up and good. Ellie Olsen, somebody other than Muller and Zedeker. Scoring for Dowling, and we're tied at 18 with 2.50 left to go here in the half. Yeah, and if one person will just go there every single possession, they're going to have an open shot there. Now they try to get the ball inside to Kylan Smith. She loses it, but saves it into the hands of Maya Crawford. Crawford guarded by Zedeker. In the lane, spins around. Off-balance shot to the left hand, no good. Goes out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. And that good was job good. by Zedeker that time, forcing Crawford to the left hand. Sorry to jump in. There. <laughs> yeah, ahead. that was no, that was a great defensive possession there. Stayed vertical and moving with the the shooter and made it difficult. Two minutes and 30 seconds remaining here in the first half. We're tied at 18. Number five, Ankeny Centennial. Number three, Dowling Catholic in class 5A girls basketball. The Dowling boys are back in West Des Moines at home tonight, and they lead 
Hoover 19 to 7 at the end of the first quarter. We'll get a halftime score shortly from that game as they both started at 6:15. All right, here's Harden for three, right wing up and good. Gets the shot. Scott Babinat rolling. They're going to call it a two-pointer. <laughs> That's why you got that role because you were at two. <laughs> Me one, shooting the three, you know. One foot was beyond the three. The other one was on the line. Yes. So Macy gets credit for two. It's 20 to 18 Dowling. Minute 45 to go, and we've got a timeout. Let's see what Coach DeYoung wants. Hall of Fame coach Scott DeYoung wants a 30-second timeout. His club comes in with a record of 9-7, and seven, ranked fifth in Class 5A. Centennial's won six of the last eight games, but lost two in a row. Dowling Catholic comes in winning 11 of the last 12 games. Their record 13 and 4. And in this series, well, Centennial's only been in high school since 2014. So they're approaching, what, their 10th year? Dowling leads the series 9 to 6. And the Maroons have won five of the last seven matchups with Centennial and actually three in a row. So. That's kind of the tail of the tape. You throw that all out. That's just a matter well, of statistic. Right. Well, I think <laughs> I think we talked about this in the previous couple matchups. One thing that's hurt Centennial is the advent of the shot clock because offensively in the past, it was nothing for them to run two or three minutes of possession to get the shot they want. Now with 35 seconds, they have to speed it up a little bit, which works to the advantage of a team like Dowling because if they get the rebound and go, Centennial's not able to tire them out on the offensive side as much. Our thanks to Fast Signs, Blessman International, and the Catholic Tuition Organization for supporting our broadcast of Dowling Catholic High School Sports. Fall, winter, and even the summer with high school softball and baseball. Now Centennial winds the shot clock down. A shot in the lane, partially blocked by, I think Zedeker got it. Rebound comes out to Dowling. Harden with it on the baseline. She's cut off by Kylan Smith. The Maroons will run their offense. Ellie Moeller back in with two fouls. It's, it's a really impressive defensive job by Zedeker. She's the top offensive player, and she's guarding the top players for every team every night. So her energy has been great. Harnins passes Zedeker. Nearly went over and back. Zedeker retrieves it. Seven on the shot clock. Zedeker inside to Olsen. Has it go off her hands? Now reaching foul on the Hawks, or rather the Jaguars. And that'll be Smith. <laughs> That's why, you know. <laughs> this is fun. You laughed. I, I am. <laughs> Second foul on, or that's called the first foul on Kylan Smith. And what we got? Team foul number three. Yeah, it's the Jaguars. Jaguars. The new school had been there 10 years. Jaguars. What's funny is when I first came to Dowling, I, all I remember when I was a kid was Ankeny was so good at girls' sports. Absolutely. There's a long three, no good by Zedeker, rebounded by. The Jags, and now here's Ava Martin for three in transition. It's no good, and rebound out to Dowling. It's Tritton. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Tritton will bring it up with 35 seconds remaining, 28 in the shot clock. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, I was saying each each team was doing the Mark Amadeo two for one shot clock thing. There. I love that. I love that. Coaches got to put that in their uh, in their toolbox, don't yes, they? You know? They do. They do. Well, now the shot clock's turned off because Dowling turned it over. <laughs> I think they went two for two. Yeah. <laughs> 15 seconds remaining. Dowling by two, 20 to 18. 10 seconds remaining. Jags with it. Crawford, top of the key. She gets to Martin. Over in the corner to Tilly Smith for three. It's no good. Ball slapped out of bounds off Zedeker with 2.7 seconds remaining. So plenty of time for the Jags to get a shot off as we're just about at the end of the first half. 2.7 seconds remaining, Dowling by two. Crawford will throw it in. Guarded by Ellie Muller. 
She lobs it in off the hand of Martin. Stolen by Zedeker. Half-court shot is up and it's short. And we've come to halftime with Dowling Catholic leading 20-18 to 18 over Ankeny Centennial. And leading the way for Dowling is Ava Zedeker with 14 points. Macy Harnden has two points. Ellie Muller with two. And Ellie Olson with two points. Foul situation, Ellie Muller with two fouls in the first half for Dowling. For Centennial, they're led in the first half by Jaden Pratt's eight points, six points for Maya Crawford, two points for Ava Martin, and two points for Tilly Smith. Finley Blackmore, Blackmore did not score in the first half, the fifth starter for the Centennial Jags, as Centennial went four for four at the free throw line in the first half. And Dowling went five for six at the free throw line in the first half. Once again, our halftime score, Dowling 20, Ankeny Centennial 18, along with Scott Babinat, Mark Amadale. We'll take a two-minute break. Brady Grimm is our studio producer tonight, and we'll take a two-minute break, and uh, we'll get caught up on some of the statistics of tonight's first half between two top five teams in Class 5A. Once again, our halftime score, third-ranked Dowling leading fifth-ranked Ankeny Centennial, 20-18 here at the half at the Centennial Gym in Ankeny. We'll return after this two-minute break on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Faith Check with Greg Ewell on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. On this Faith Check, let's talk a little about the history of the Bible. The early Christians relied on the Greek translation of the Old Testament called the Septuagint. This is the version most often quoted in the New Testament and what Jesus probably heard growing up. It also includes the books that the Protestants call the Apocrypha and typically don't include in their Bibles. It took a while for the Catholic Church to compile the New Testament. Some books, such as the Four Gospels, were accepted by all. Others, such as those spurious Gospels you hear about from the Da Vinci Code, were rejected by all believers. However, there were other books that were completely orthodox but disputed. Some of these were not ultimately included in our canon, such as the Didache, and others were, like Hebrews and Revelation. The canon is the list of books that belong in the Bible. It was determined primarily to say which books could and could not be read at the liturgy, and it was largely settled by a series of church councils approved by the Pope and bishops in the late 300s. Hence, when you trust in the inspiration of the Bible, you are trusting a spirit-led decision of the Roman Catholic Church. This is Greg Ewell for Faith Check. Each year, men from throughout the Archdiocese of Dubuque gather to learn, pray, share, and build relationships. The 2024 Men's Conference will feature John Edwards from Just a Guy in the Pew Ministries as keynote speaker. Saturday, March 9th from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at St. Pius X Catholic Church in Cedar Rapids. Mass will be celebrated by Archbishop Thomas Zincula, and virtual participation will be available. Schedule and registration info at iowacatholicradio.com. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Brightside Aesthetics by Ducharme Dermatology provides advanced and medical aesthetics, body contouring, wellness, and spa services. Learn more at brightsideiowa.com. Thank you, Brightside Aesthetics, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One. We all want to live our best life. That's why Mercy One offers compassionate, personalized care when and where you need it. Schedule online at mercyone.org. And we're back here at the Ankeny Centennial Gym on the northwest side of Ankeny. Mark Amadil alongside Scott Babinat. We're at halftime. Dowling girls leading Ankeny Centennial 20-18. The Maroons are led in scoring by Ava Zedeker's 14 points. The Jaguars led by Jaden Pratt's 8 points. Maya Crawford with 6 points. 
Dowling five of six the free throw line. The Jags are four for four. Scott Babinette, you got to look at some of the others, other numbers. I want to mention this score. Halftime at the Dowling Gym. Dowling boys leading Hoover 45 to seven with, uh, yeah, 45 to seven over Hoover as uh, Joe Broderick. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, Ryan Kleppe leading the way with 14 points for Dowling boys. Joe Broderick with nine points. Joey Coppola eight as uh, the Maroons are up 45 to seven. They out uh, score Hoover 25 to nothing in the second quarter. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So there That's you go. Incredible. All right. You got to look at our numbers I, here. I do. Uh, Dowling in the first half shot seven for 18 from the field. One for seven from three point line. Five for six, as you mentioned, from the line. They had 15 total rebounds. Four of them were offensive. Uh, the one big stat is they had six turnovers in the first half. Uh, five were in the first quarter, which helped keep uh, Centennial in the game when Dowling had the chance to stretch it. For Centennial, they were 7 for 22 from the field. They were 0 for 4 from the three-point line, 4 for 4 from the line. Nine total rebounds. Four of them were offensive. And they only have two turnovers at this point. So, you know, the big disparity there, six to two, that, that helps uh, probably explains the difference between the uh, four extra shots for Centennial. And uh, they need to, Dallin needs to limit that because you don't want to, uh, Centennial's a volume shooting type. They need the volume to put points on the board. You don't want to give them any more than they already take. Well, I like how Centennial was attacking Dowling. They were trying to get shots inside between the blocks, if you will, deep into the middle of the lane. That's what they were trying to finish. They didn't settle for jumpers. They took a few, but not many, as they were really trying to, to get something, either a foul or get a close shot. And uh, for the most part, it worked because uh, the Jags had as much as a four-point lead in that first half, but Dowling closed out and I know it's a low-scoring game, but uh, this, is, this is where Coach DeYoung wants it. But uh, uh, the Maroons kind of rallied through that, and with that tenacious man-to-man defense that Ankeny Centennial employs. They do. And the difference, though, if, if we look at it, was like before foul trouble with Ellie Muller and after foul trouble. You know, once Ellie got into foul trouble, that really uh, hurt Dowling's interior defense and allowed Pratt and Crawford to go to the basket a little bit more. And if you can limit that, my goodness, that that makes it so much harder for them. They're they're just throwing up shots. So, so, all right, <laughs> good catch, <laughs> Mr. Brian Hobbs on the road. I may not have that? to buy water again. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Brian and Connie Hobbs are just treasures at Dowling. They now, are. I know my uh, uh, other guys that are on here uh, during football and in. Uh, and the other guy in basketball, Mr. Cataldo, they like to just, you know, make fun of Mr. Hobbs. Well, one reason is uh, they were both classmates at Dowling, so they remember the whatever side. Of, but Mr. Right. Hobbs does a great job. And right. you want a T-shirt made for state, he'll get that taken care of right away. Right. He and Connie do a great job. They manage the concession stand at the Dowling uh, facility, whether it's indoors or outdoors. And that's why you have water and we appreciate and, and, brian for that and it was a privilege when Paige was on the team she was such a joy to have on the team that's right and, and uh you know you she didn't get to play a lot but man you couldn't tell it by her attitude. she just she just brought joy to the team and it was just amazing to have her around she's a lot of fun to be around all right we're at halftime here at the uh, centennial gym dowling girls leading 20 to 18 over ankeny centennial in this top five matchup 
We're going to take a break alongside Scott Babinette. I'm Mark Amadil. Let's take another two-minute break, and we'll come back for the second half. Again, in the boys' contest down in West Des Moines, the Dowling boys, yes, the score is correct. Dowling leading Hoover 45-7 to at halftime. The Maroons outscoring Hoover 25-0 in the second quarter to go up 45 uh, to seven at halftime. So we'll keep uh, you abreast of that score. And here it's 20 to 18. Dowling leading Ankeny Centennial at halftime. We'll return after these messages on this two minute break on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. What's wrong with girl watching? God made them pretty on purpose, right? Yes, he definitely did because he wants us to be attracted to them attracted enough to love them, to enter into marriage, and to give up our lives for them. But is that what girl watching is? Nope. You know what it is? <laughs> yep. Girl watching is a sure ticket to never really becoming a man. Real men love heroically, with commitment and sacrifice. And when they see true beauty, they serve it. They don't try to make it serve them. What if Aragorn and Lord of the Rings had gone chasing after that blonde girl? or maybe just for a little while. Now, Aragorn knew that even a little girl watching would make him a boy and prevent him from doing the manly tasks before him. The ring would never have gotten destroyed, he'd never be king, and he'd never marry his queen. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. Throughout history, our Lord has shown us that He is truly present in the Blessed Sacrament. Experience these wonders for yourself as Iowa Catholic Radio presents the Vatican International Exhibition, Eucharistic Miracles of the World, at St. Mary's Catholic Church in Red Oak, now through January 31st. Learn more about how you can bring this beautiful panel display to your parish, school, or faith-based organization by calling 515-223-1150 or visit iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Westgate Dental, offering cosmetic, family, implant, and general dentistry. Located at 1073rd Street, Suite 1 in West Des Moines, just behind Dowling Catholic High School. Learn more at westgatedentalia.com. And we're back here at the Ankeny Centennial Gym alongside Scott Babinette, Mark Amadale here on Iowa Catholic Radio tonight as we bring you girls class 5A Central Iowa Metro League Basketball, a makeup game from earlier this month when we had all that snow. On Tuesday night, we had 10 inches of snow, and the Friday night, we had 10 more. <laughs> then after that, the temperature went uh, well below zero. I think we got the 20 below a few times. So we're making up one of those games here tonight. And that's the uh, Dowling and Aki Centennial game. Dowling girls lead it 20 to 18. We start the second half. The Maroons have the ball first. Leading score, Ava Zedeker with 14 points. She went uh, five out of six at the free throw line. And we got a whistle and a foul on the Jaguars to start the second quarter, or the second half. And that'll be on Jaden Pratt. That'll be her first foul. Ellie Olson with two points. Ellie Muller with two points. Layla Tritton did not score for Dowling. Off the bench, Macy Harden with two points for the Maroons. As uh, 
And Katie Muller did not score for Dowling in the first half. Maroons get underneath. Ellie Olson shot up and no good. Ball on the floor. Fight for it. And they're going to call a jump ball as Olson tied up Jaden Pratt. So what a scurry there to start the first possession. It'll be centennial possession here, Scott. Right. And you know what? I was, I was glad to see that different attack angle Dowling took there to uh, attack from the side, side to the middle, get an easy basket opportunity. The layup was just missed there. All right, Centennial now with the ball. They work it inside. Jaden Pratt. And Pratt shoots and scores. That's her 10th point. Thank you, Scott. And we're tied at 20. Dowling and Centennial in this top five matchup. Katie Muller with the basketball. Lisa for Tritton. Tritton guarded by Blackmore. And we got traveling on Dowling. Ellie Muller catches the ball beyond the three-point arc and walks before dribbling. So the Jags force the turnover. And the other way we go with Centennial with the basketball. Centennial went too deep into their lineup. And now a steal by Zedeker into the hands of Ellie Muller. The other way we go, both teams straight turnovers. Down the lane, Zedeker shot up and no good and was fouled. And either to get Blackmore or Smith. We're going to get Smith for her third foul is what I have her down. Let's see if that matches what they put up. Nope, just two. And, and that was a smart play defensively by Zedeker. Her, her girl went away from the ball, so she just turned because the post player had her back to her so and doubled down. Davis first free throw good, so Zedeker now with 15 points to lead Dowling. Wins by one, 21-20. Dowling's largest lead in the first half was five points. Centennial's largest lead in the first half was four points. Both free throws good by Zedeker, and she's got 16 points. 22-20 Dowling, 6.45 remaining, third quarter. Jags going left to right, north to south. Now reverse pass by Jaden Pratt and a foul on Dowling. And they're going to get, I think, Zedeker. Yeah. That time she came and, and the offensive player turned right into her. So he didn't have much of a chance to avoid that foul. Zedeker's first foul. First team foul of Dowling here in the second half. And now an offensive foul. On Pratt as she used the forearm shiver and uh, pushed away on Zedeker. And, and that was a great switch for Dowling there. Zedeker uh, picked her up right away. They're going to try to put her in that Barkley move. They're just driving hard at both Moeller uh, and Zedeker, and she just took it like a champ there. <laughs> and it was a legitimate, uh, it wasn't a flop, it was a legitimate hit there. All right, so be Dowling basketball. Maroons leading by two, trying to make it a, a doubleheader sweep this year. Maroons won at Dowling the first time these two teams met back on December 1st. Dowling 60, Centennial 34. Now Tritton for three in the corner. It's no good. And I saw a defense that time. Jaden Pratt boxing out Ellie Moore, and Jags get the rebound. On the front court, Crawford. Right side it goes to Pratt. Right elbow guarded by Muller. Now coming off a ball screen, here's Martin. Now they run their weave. Pratt with it. Skip pass, stolen away by Tritton. Layla got in the passing lane, one versus two. Now she waits for her teammates, gets it to Katie Muller for three. Good! Katie Muller right over Ava Martin, and that is her first three of the night there, Scott. And yeah, and that's definitely what they want there. They want to uh, drive there on that, uh, that fast break and kick out to the open shooter. 
Dowling by five. This will be a 30-second timeout called by head coach Scott DeYoung and the Yankee Centennial Jaguars with 5.39 to go here in the third quarter. Dowling 25, Yankee Centennial 20. And again, earlier our first report from uh, the Dowling gym tonight, Dowling boys playing Hoover. And the Maroons lead 45-7 to at halftime. Ryan Kleppe leading the way for the Dowling boys at halftime with 14 points. Joe Broderick with nine points. Joey Coppola with eight. And Riddick Metton with seven points. And our thanks to Daniel Grady as we've been exchanging scores. I'm sure he's mentioned what I've given him to the <laughs> Dowling crowd there. And I hope it's accurate information. All I did was text the score and let him know Ava Zedeker was our Dowling's leading scorer with 14 points. Is that, that good enough, you think? I, I think so. And I bet he said it with a great deal of zest, too. Well, he has that type of emotion. He <laughs> he never lets you down with energy. That's, no, he that's does one not. thing. You, you, better, you, count on. you better be bringing it. All right. Centennial out of the timeout, trailing by five. Pratt with it in the baseline now. She gets it over to Crawford. Maya looks, gets it back to Pratt. Two-person game on the right side. Pratt wants to turn against Muller. Her shot up too strong and rebound slapped around. Katie Muller comes away with the rebound on the weak side for Dowling. And you just tell such a difference with Muller being able to play freely. Uh, she's got two fouls. If she stays in the game, that's going to be very hard for Centennial to score inside the rest of this game. Now, I see that a lot in the college game. I think I saw that as an example. Somebody from the Iowa team, Iowa women's team, did the same thing. They got two fouls in the first half, and they finished with two fouls. And it's not that they let up from playing defense, Scott. They still continue to play right. defense. Now right. we got a whistle and a foul on Centennial. <laughs> Pratt's being really physical and just drew another foul there. And that's the third foul on Jaden Pratt. So Pratt becomes the first player tonight with three fouls. Pratt headed to Illinois State next year to play college basketball. And Crawford on the Centennial team headed to Drake to play basketball. Dowling inbounds the ball. They get a brand-new shot clock with 4.40 to go. And now reverse pass to Muller and a foul on Ava Martin. And that'll be her first bonus. Yeah, that is the fifth foul. And, and their aggressiveness is killing right now. We've talked about this earlier. If Dowling will step to the ball, they'll draw some of those fouls. Well, Katie Muller went and met her pass. And her first free throw is good. Katie with four points. That is the first foul on Ava Martin is what I have here on my score sheet. They haven't posted her foul yet. Second free throw coming. Is good. So Katie Muller, five points now after being held scoreless in the first half. That's all five points. And Dowling has opened up a seven-point lead, their largest of the night. 27-20 Maroons. Centennial just has one basket, and that was by Pratt here in the third quarter. Crawford fall away jumper against Zedeker. It's no good. Rebound Katie Muller. 4.20 remaining in the third quarter. Dowling up seven and the basketball. As they go right to left towards the north basket here at Centennial. Muller in the lane. Bounce pass to her sister. Layup. Good. One Muller gets the points. The other gets the assist. And a timeout called on the floor. And we'll see what this is. Our officials uh, tonight. Travis Carroll, Jason Alons, and Kendall Brown say, hey, it's a full timeout. We'll take it with them. One minute to play here in the third quarter. Dowling 29. And... Yankee Centennial 20. We'll be back in. 
One minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for programming comes from Klein Electric, a local family-oriented electrical contractor, a 100% employee-owned company with branches across the Midwest to provide comprehensive electrical services. Klein Electric is able to help with any residential and commercial project. Learn more at kleinelectric.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for programming is provided by Construction Professionals, serving customers through a proven process creating unique design, functionality, and artistic beauty. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com KWKY Des Moines K233BT Des Moines KIHS Adel We're back here at the Centennial Gym out of the timeout. By Ankeny Centennial. They have two left. Dowling with four left. Here in the third quarter, 345 remaining. Dowling 29, Centennial 20. The Maroons have their largest lead of nine points right now. Underneath a shot blocked by Ellie Moeller. That was Pratt's shot that was blocked. Rebound out to Dowling. Here's Katie Moeller dribbling in the front court. I really like how Dowling's taking the challenge on the defensive side this quarter. You know, Centennial came out really physical, and Dowling's just hanging in there. Ellie Moeller's basket, that's her fourth point of the night. She was battling foul trouble. Harden in there now for Dowling. Now a corner three by Katie Moeller off the back iron, no good. And the rebound cleared out of there by Finley Blackmore. Now Crawford has it in the front court. All the way down inside the lane. Posts up against Katie Moeller. The shot is up and good. The basket will count. Fall on Katie Moeller. That'll be her first. And a nice strong move that time by Crawford. Yeah, that was, again, is that back down move and and uh, she, she got into Katie there, and Katie wasn't able to react. 29-22 Dowling as we approach the three-minute mark here. Free throws coming now for Crawford. Maya, the uh, Drake commit, completes the three-point play, and she has nine points. 29-23 Dowling. Moon's dribble in the front court. Here's Zedeker down the lane with the left hand. Layup up, no good. Tip by Ellie Muller, no good. But up in the air it goes. And a rebound out to Centennial and Finley Blackmore. Jags with it with 2.40 remaining. We've got a whistle and a foul away from the action. I think they'll get Katie Muller again. They will. They are with their second foul. Pratt's, Pratt's going through there pretty hard. And the freshman's having a hard time matching up physically right now. Third team foul on Dowling, as you mentioned, Scott. That was the fifth team foul on Centennial. Now underneath Crawford, right around Zedeker, up and good. So Crawford now with 11 points. And the Jags out of that timeout have uh, got a little energy. Now they have won a little run of themselves. 5-0 run out of the timeout. It's 29-25, Dowling by four. 2.15 to go here in the third quarter. Now we got carrying the ball on Tritton. Well defended that time by Finley Blackmore. Yeah, Dowling needs to come down here and get a stop and uh, stop this momentum right now. Arthur Rins will take out Katie Muller. And they're going to put Olsen on.
Pratt, I believe. So the Maroons will have Herndon in there off the bench. All right, here's Pratt with it. Backs in against Ellie Olson. Stops, puts up a shot. Good. Well, they're having their way inside all, all of a sudden. And Pratt with her, 12 point. Right. It's a 7-0 run here after the timeout. Dowling the other way. Here's Zedeker with it. Three-point line extended. Now dribbles baseline. Stops on the right block. Kicks it out to Harnden for three. Up and no good. Ball slapped around into the hands of Pratt and Centennial. Tough break for the Maroons. Yeah, they got the open shot they wanted. They just need to get the uh, finish here. All right, Tilly Smith with it for the Jaguars, guarded by Herndon. Leaves it for Crawford down the left side. Her shot no good, and a foul on Zedeker. On Ava, that would be her second. And with a minute 22 to play, the Jags in this last two minutes have outscored Dowling. Look, 7 nothing. 7 nothing run here. Yeah. They've cut the lead to two and a chance to tie here with free throws coming for Maya Crawford. First one up and rolls around the rim and falls through. And the difference right now offensively what you're seeing is you see the uh, commitment to drive as hard as you can by by uh, Centennial to get into the lane. Whereas well, besides Zedeker, most of Dowling's drives are, are wide. And both free throws are good. And the Jags now on a 9-0 run. And we're tied at 29 with a minute 15 to play here in the third quarter from Centennial High School in Northwest Ankeny. Mark Emmerdale, Scott Babinet tonight. One game here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Dowling boys well ahead of Hoover in their game back in the Dowling gym. Now here's Tritton with it for the Maroons. 10 seconds remaining on the shot clock. 55 seconds remaining on the game clock. Zedeker backs in, finds Olsen, layup good. She was, uh, Zedeker had a swarm come around her, found uh, Ellie Olson for the basket, her fourth point, and dialing up two with 45 seconds remaining here, Scott. And that was great awareness on both players, one to go to the open spot and one to be patient enough to wait for it to open up when she drew the crowd. All right, here's the Jags. This will be a two-for-one for Dowling as 15 on the shot clock, 26 in the game clock. Shot in the lane, no good by Blackmore. Fight for the rebound. And Tilly Smith was tied up. Rather, uh, Kylan Smith was tied up. A foul on Dowling. Harden will pick up the foul. That'll be Macy's first. And free throws coming for Kylan Smith who is a perfect five for five on the season. So she doesn't get there often, but when she does, she's pretty good. First one up and good. Centennial's been, both teams have been great from the line tonight, but Centennial hasn't missed yet. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Bows and the Florist, Ashworth Vision Clinic, and Construction Professionals. Second free throw on its way. And it's good. So Kylan Smith with her first two points of the night. Shot clock turned off, 15 seconds remaining. We're tied at 31 as we approach the end of the third quarter. Dowling with the ball underneath. Muller shot up and good. Nice entry pass to her and gives Dowling the lead. Ellie Muller. Very good high-low there. Now, Mo, uh, now Crawford at the horn. It's no good just inside the three-point arc. And we've come to the end. Of the third quarter with the score, Dowling Catholic 33, 
And Ankeny Centennial 31 alongside Scott Babinet. Mark Amadale will return with the fourth quarter in one minute from the Centennial Gym here in Ankeny after this timeout on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for programming funded by Blessman International. We bring the good news of the gospel of South African children and their families through faith formation and locally sustainable programs. As the Fellowship of Christian Athletes location for all South Africa, our Sports for Christ complex provides student access to friendly competition where discipline and dedication are developed. Learn how you can support programs like Sports for Christ or experience the hands-on engagement of a mission trip at blessmaninternational.org. Fast Signs is a custom sign and visual solutions company with an extensive selection of digital signage, interior and exterior signs, banners, and vehicle wraps. Learn more at FastSigns.com. Thank you, Fast Signs in Clive, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Brightside Aesthetics by Ducharme Dermatology provides advanced and medical aesthetics, body contouring, wellness, and spa services. Learn more at BrightSideIowa.com. Thank you, Brightside Aesthetics, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Ankeny Centennial Gym as we start the fourth quarter in this Class 5A Top 5 matchup. It's third-ranked Dowling leading fifth-ranked Ankeny Centennial, 33-31 in girls play. Over at the Dowling Gym, the Dowling boys leading 66-11 over Hoover. As the Runes outscore Hoover 21-4 in that uh, third quarter. Runes are led by Ryan Kleppi, 16 points through three quarters. Joe Broderick with nine points. Joey Coppola, eight points. Riddick Metten, seven points. Now back to action here. Dowling with the basketball first. And the ball is loose in the baseline. Tipped out of bounds by Centennial. And Scott, when you get a moment, you can give us the... Uh, Statistics through three quarters. Yeah, Dowling's 11 for 27 from the field, uh, 2 for 11 from three, 9 for 10 from the line, uh, 18 rebounds, four of which are offensive, and eight turnovers. For Centennial, they're 11 for 31 from the field, 0 for 4 from three. And now here's Ellie Muller for three, and it's good from beyond the top of the arc. <laughs> Zedeker <laughs> stepped in the lane, got, uh, got sandwiched in there, and saw Muller pop out and sh shoots a three top of the key and it was good and now turnover as who else Ellie Olson disturbing disturbing that uh, offensive set for Centennial and Dowling with a five point lead and now the basketball yeah. Scott go ahead and and then Centennial's nine for nine from the free throw line they've got 15 rebounds five offensive and uh, five turnovers for the game all right Dowling with the basketball leading by five over the Jags Layla Tritton Katie Muller, Ellie Muller, Ava Zedeker, and Ellie Olson, the five that started on the floor. Here's Olson with it. Back, back cut. Here is Ellie Muller with the basket on the right block. Yeah, and just the angles are attacking are better, getting more openings and taking advantage of uh, Centennial's aggressiveness. Olson with the assist. Muller with the basket. Crawford underneath, right around Zedeker. Shoots with the left hand. Good. Maya Crawford with her 14th point. Now Dowling the other way. Zedeker cut off on the right block. Now a little Euro step. She changed her pivot foot, and they'll wave it off. Traveling on Zedeker. I, I almost think on those uh, Barkley moves that uh, Centennial with Pratt and Crawford are making, Dowling could send somebody to double right away. They haven't hit anything outside. you got to make them do that, I would think. 38-33, Dowling by five. Maroon's largest lead was nine in the third quarter. 
Centennial was leading by four and backing in there. That's Jaden Pratt shooting and scoring. That's her 14th point, backing in from the right block there. And we've seen a lot of that by the Jags here in this uh, in this contest. A lot of that uh, ISO move. Zedeker for three, good. Wow. Ava from the top of the key hits it, and she's got 19 points. I think Coach Meyer, after that last possession for Centennial, was uh, looking for the displacement by uh, the Centennial player on the block. Uh, whistle and a foul on Olsen. So Ellie with her second foul. Team foul number one here in the fourth quarter. And the Jags win bound the ball. They get it into Tilly Smith. Now to Maya Crawford. 5.45 to go, fourth quarter. Dowling by six over Centennial. Runes won the first matchup 60 to 34 back on December 1st at the Dowling Gym. And this game is a makeup game from earlier this month when we had all the snow and, and weather. And now down the lane, here's Pratt again getting loose with her 16th point, shooting and scoring. 41 37, Dowling by four. Pratt with 16 points. Dowling the other way. Here's Zedeker out to Muller for three. Good. This is Katie Muller for three. And a timeout sent or timeout Dowling. And Katie now with eight points. And this will be a 30-second timeout. We will keep it here. And time now for our Get my notes here. We want to thank uh, time now for our Dowling Catholic High School activity spotlight. Congratulations to January's recipient. That's Ed Fitzgerald, Dowling Catholic class of 2024, for being a recognized witness to the very best of faith, academics, and student activities. And you can hear Zeb's interview with John Leonetti on the Catholic Morning Show by visiting the Iowa Catholic Radio podcast page at iowacatholicradio.com. And it's under Tuesday, January 16th. And thank you to our sponsor of Dowling Catholic High School's Activity spot, Spotlight, Brightside Aesthetics by Ducharme Dermatology and Clive, offering a wide range of aesthetic and wellness services and providing customized care to have you looking your best. Learn more at brightsideiowa.com. And again, congratulations to January's recipient, Zeb Fitzgerald. He's on the Dowling wrestling team. He's also part of the 2024 Dowling Catholic Winter Formal Court. And we congratulate Zeb Fitzgerald. Now back to action here. Five minutes remaining. Centennial with the ball. A little shot in the lane. No good by Pratt. And ball tipped around, and Pratt retrieves it. Centennial now. Here's Martin for three. It's no good. Rebound Dowling and Olsen. She has it slapped away. And now timeout called by Dowling as... Olsen heads up play. She was almost triple teamed in the corner. <laughs> and we will keep it here with 4.47 to go. And the Maroons leading 44-37. And it's going to get interesting. Foul situation. Dowling with just one foul in the fourth quarter. Ankeny, Centennial with none. So right. aggressive defense. You can see it coming up. Right. And I mean, it, you know, they are going to be aggressive with their foul situation at this point. They've got to, they've got to attack Dowling with the ball. Dowling needs to be strong with the ball, grab it, chin it, bring it and hit the open uh, person if they're going to double team. It's a situation where if you, you, if Olsen was able to grab that ball right away, maybe get it to the outlet and they're fast breaking because three people went at her. But that was a tough situation. She's in the corner there, made the right play to call a timeout. All right, final score from the Dowling boys tonight, 85-13. Dowling boys defeat Hoover. Hoover's... 
tenth straight loss. The Dowling boys now equal their record to eight and eight. And they'll be in action with the Dowling girls. That'll be their next game this Saturday at 12:30. Girl boy doubleheader at Dowling versus Ames, as they have most of the mid, most of the uh, weekday off, as they'll be in action on Saturday. All right. Here is Dowling Girls with the basketball back in action here at the Centennial Gym. Zedeker with it. Ten on the shot clock. Underneath her shot up and no good. Drew the foul. And Ava will go to the free throw line as the foul's on Tilly Smith. They kind of cleared out the right side. And Centennial staying in their man-to-man, almost like an NBA yeah. set. And they got Ava on the right wing, and she uh, did her thing. Like I say, this this uh, half, they've been attacking different angles. Uh, you know, that was... Uh, more of a down the lane line attack there as opposed to the, the first half they were attacking the baseline now they're attacking towards the middle or up middle and hit the shooter going to the top ball reversal that time and Zedeker down the lane to draw the foul and she's such a tough guard there and both free throws good by Ava Zedeker she now has 21 points tonight and what she do she missed her first free throw and it's hit nine in a row. So Zedeker nine for ten at the line tonight. 46-37. Dowling equals its largest lead of nine. And now in the lane, a shot no good by Crawford. Rebound Ellie Moeller and Dowling. Ruins in transition. Right to left in front of us. And now Tritton has the ball stolen away from her by Finley Blackmore. A pesky centennial defense that Scott DeYoung employs. Crawford now beyond the three-point arc guarded by Zedeker. Here's Martin coming off a ball screen. In the lander shot blocked out of bounds. Nice job that time by Katie Moeller, but she was playing from behind and got right. the block shot. 22 seconds remaining on the shot clock for the Jaguars. And Dowling by nine, 46-37. And Dowling play doesn't need to be that aggressive out there in the perimeter. Centennial shooting 30% from the three-point line this year, so make them shoot outside shots here. Here's Pratt with it. Gets it two. Tilly Smith, her shot no good from the left wing and drew the foul. And this will be on Dowling Catholic on Macy Harden, her second. So free throws coming for Tilly Smith, who has two points tonight. Our thanks to Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, and Bows in the Flores for supporting our broadcast all season long. First free throw no good by Tilly Smith, a 44% free throw shooter on the season. All right, Ellie Olson checks out of the Dowling lineup. Second free throw, no good. Ball knocked out of bounds. As Pratt was uh, involved with, I believe, <laughs> Tritton. And the officials say, hey, it'll be Centennial basketball. So they'll get a brand new shot clock. You know, in college in the pros, everybody on the court would have been doing that. Re you know, <laughs> what, what's the, the twirl signal to review it? <laughs> uh, the hands over the head, yeah. yeah. Now pull-up jumper by Pratt up and good. Or check that, Maya Crawford with her 16th point as he inbound the ball. So the Jags missed the two free throws but get a field goal out of it. Right. 46-39, Dowling by seven. We approach the three-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. Dowling just needs to be strong with the ball here, get a good shot every single time down. Here's Tritton with it, picks up her dribble. Nice defense that time by Tilly Smith. Now they get it out to Zedeker, guarded by Crawford. Here's, here's Zedeker in the lane, pull-up jumper, off the glass, good! And Zedeker got hit in the head, she's all right, but now has 23 points to lead Dowling. 
And she's about 5'10", but I think she shot that ball at about three and a half feet because she's fallen back. Now Crawford at 5'8", and now underneath the shot. Up and good by Maya Crawford. And a foul on Dowling as the basket will count. She's got 18 points. Yeah, that was a good strong move there. Uh, Ellie got a little too close there to block. She usually keeps the distance, able to get the block. Ellie Muller picking up her third foul. And Crawford a chance for an and one. Free throw good. 19 points for Maya Crawford. Jaden Pratt with 16 points. Ava Martin, another starter with two points. Tilly Smith, another starter with two points. And Finley Blackmore yet to score. Kylan Smith for Centennial, two free throws for two points. And Lizzie Beam, a freshman off the bench, is yet to score. Underneath, uh, Zedeker hits the deck. Uh, she was tied up, and a foul called on Centennial. And they'll whistle it on Jaden Pratt, and that'll be her fourth. With 2.15 to go here in the fourth quarter, Zedeker will shoot two. Zedeker is going to relish the time to not be playing games this week, I think. <laughs> First free throw good. She's such a tough guard late in this situation where they have to be aggressive, and she's just using that against them and getting to the line now. 24 points for Zedeker. Second free throw up and rolls off the rim. No good. It stops the streak. Rebound Centennial, 49-42, Dowling by seven. As we approach the two-minute mark here in the fourth quarter, Jags with the basketball. Here's Ava Martin with it, top of the key right wing. Gets the top of the key to Pratt, dribbles in the lane against Muller. Reverse pass comes out, top of the key to Tilly Smith. Now they'll run their weave. And now Crawford, with 10 on the shot clock, will run their set. Crawford backs in against Zedeker, kicks it back out. Long three coming up off the mark, no good. Ball slapped around and in the hands of Jaden Pratt, who is guarded by Katie Muller. All right, here's Pratt with it at the free throw line. Her shot no good. Rebound Ankeny, a foul on Harnden. That'll be Macy's third foul. And the Jags have gotten, that was her third, I think third rebound now in this set. And that'll be the fourth team foul on Dowling. It was a, a rebound foul, so no shots, but the Bruins will put the Jags at the free throw line for the bonus the rest of the way with a minute and a half to go here, Scott. Yeah, they just, <laughs> I, I mean, look, they're not a good outside shooting team. You need to make them shoot from there, and then you've got to get that long rebound. All right, here's Crawford underneath. Her shot up and good right around Ellie Muller. Maya Crawford with her 21st point. And it's 49-44, Dowling by five, minute 15 to go. And Jason Alon says we have a full timeout. We'll take it with him, with them. Dowling 49, Centennial 44 here late in the fourth quarter. We'll return after these messages on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Mercy One is proud to support Iowa Catholic Radio. Mercy One has convenient locations right in your neighborhood. From unexpected illnesses to regular checkups, Mercy One is here for you. Schedule online at mercyone.org. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from the Catholic Tuition Organization. Reduce or eliminate your Iowa income tax and instead give to the Catholic Tuition Organization and receive 75% Iowa tax credits. These tax credits are going fast, so reserve yours today and learn more about the Catholic Tuition Organization at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their futures. Catholic Tuition Organization, a great investment in our kids. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Back at Centennial High School here in northern Ankeny. Northwest Ankeny. Northwest. To be exact, yeah. 49-44, Dowling Catholic leads Centennial, and now the Jags will employ a full-court press. Dowling inbound to the ball. They get it to Ellie Moeller. Back to Zedeker, and it's man-to-man press, and Zedeker will have Maya Crawford bothering her across the timeline. The Maroons get it across. Jags have a couple fouls to give as we approach one minute. One minute remaining, 49-44, Dowling by five, and that's a foul on Crawford. And I think that'll be her third. Jaden Pratt has four fouls, so the Jags can't have her fouling anyone. Yeah, they, they've uh, Dowling needs to be strong to the ball here. Uh, I don't think Centennial can allow the uh, the Maroons to run the clock down here. Dowling with a two-possession lead. Here's Zedeker. Catches it in the backcourt. Gets it to Layla Tritton. Back out to Katie Muller. Maroons playing keep away. 25 in the shot clock, 44 seconds remaining in the contest. Dowling by five, 39 seconds remaining. They get it to Muller. Trying to poke the ball away. Jags are content not to foul yet. There's Tritton with it. Not a Zedeker between the circles. And a whistle and a reach-in foul on Crawford. And on Maya, that'll be her fourth. That should be free throw, shouldn't it? That'll be no, no. fourth team foul. Again, the Dowling boys a winner tonight, 85-13 over Hoover. Maroons outscoring Hoover 19-2 in the fourth quarter, led by Ryan Kleppe, 16 points. Nick Frericks, another senior with 11 points in double figures. And Joe Broderick with nine points. Jolie Capola with eight points. Dowling boys now 8-8 eight and eight on the season, and uh, they will play Saturday. They have the week off and play Saturday against Ames. Now back to action. Here's Muller with it. Dowling playing keep away. Doing a good job of that. And now a reach-in foul on Centennial. And two free throws now the rest of the way as Dowling's in the bonus. The two-shot bonus now in high school basketball. They they uh, did a good job there of running a lot of clock. I believe it was just under a minute here, and we're down to 17.9 seconds. Finley Blackmore picks up the foul, her third. And the first free throw good by Layla Tritton. That is Layla's first point of the night. I know that Coach DeYoung was not happy with that call with seven seconds left in the shot clock there. Second free throw good, Tritton. Two for two, a 62% free throw shooter. Gives Dowling a seven-point lead, 51-44. Crawford all the way down court. Skip pass goes in the corner to Tilly Smith. Now to Pratt for three. It's no good. And now underneath a rebound, and the Maroons, again, getting out-rebounded. And a foul on Tritton. That'll be Layla's first. 
Five seconds remaining. Dowling leading 51-44. And free throws coming for Tilly Smith, who's 0 for 2 tonight at the line. Has two points. First one, no good. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Fast Signs, Blessman International, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. <laughs> Referee is talking to Coach Meyer, and Coach Young called him down. <laughs> Second free throw good by Smith. Yeah, Coach Young is having a conversation with Kendall Brown, and a timeout called after that made free throw. Our score 51 45. Five seconds remaining. Dowling by six. Here at the Centennial Gym in the fourth quarter, Mark Hamadell alongside Scott Babinett. Our thanks to Ashford Vision Clinic, Klein Electric, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Construction Professionals, some of our supporters of our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports. Our next broadcast will be a week from tomorrow. We'll be at the Waukee Northwest Gym. It'll be a doubleheader, believe it or not, as we're going to have another week off uh, of the radio. Dowling uh, girls and boys team do not have games tomorrow or Friday. They'll be in action Saturday at home at Dowling. 12.30 for the girls game, boys game following about 2 o'clock. Dowling hosting Ames on Saturday. And then next week we'll have the final regular season games for both the Dowling girls teams, or for the Dowling girls teams, as they will play at Waukee Northwest. That'll be our next broadcast Tuesday, February 6th, and then, of course, Friday, February 9th, the 50 years of Dowling girls basketball and a Dowling uh, uh, senior night and also recognizing uh, on the girls' side, Dowling girls basketball. So quite a week in uh, coming up. You know, Dowling could just uh, – Zedeker could set a back screen on Pratt and Muller go long there. Any foul – yeah, any foul will be two shots because both teams at uh, – at five team fouls here in the fourth quarter. Five seconds remaining, 5.5. Ellie Olson will throw it in. Gets it to Olson, or gets it to Muller, and she overthrows it. And now corner three at the horn is no good. Zedeker with the rebound, and that'll do it. Our final, Dowling Catholic 51. Ankeny Centennial 45. For Centennial, they're going to drop their third straight game. Losses to Waukee, Johnson, and Dowling. All pretty tough teams if you... Uh, and the Jags record now will fall to 9-8. and eight. Dowling will improve to 14-4 and four with the win as uh, the Maroons win it here at Ankeny Centennial High School. Again, the final, Dowling Catholic 51, Ankeny Centennial 45 earlier this year. Dowling winning 60-34 at the Dowling Gym, so the Maroons sweep the regular season series against their CIML Comrades and the Maroons have five days off. That'll be a nice break. I think there's I can name a few players that might enjoy that, including Miss Zedeker. Yes. And as uh, she had a, a team high 24 points tonight unofficially. But uh, we'll total all the numbers up after this uh, timeout. Alongside Scott Babinette, I'm Mark Amadil. The final here from the Yankee Centennial Gym in this girls CIML Class 5A matchup. Dowling Catholic defeating Yankee Centennial 51-45. We'll take a two-minute break. Brady Grimm, who is our studio producer tonight, and we'll be back with uh, scoring totals and statistics from this top five matchup in Class 5A. Again, the final. Dowling girls defeating Centennial 51-45. And we'll return in two minutes for the postgame show. And we expect to have a guest or two, one of the members of the Dowling coaching staff and maybe a player. So stay tuned for our postgame show here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 
Faith Check with Greg Yule on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to this Faith Check. For centuries, Catholic priests, monks, and nuns sanctified their day by praying the Psalms. This practice was inherited from the Jews who prayed at set times in the temple. The Western Church was largely influenced by the Benedictine monks who immersed themselves in the Psalms seven times each day in addition to Mass and private prayer. The Church today encourages the laity to pray a shorter form of this called the Liturgy of the Hours. The two major parts of this are called morning prayer and evening prayer. There are also readings for each day corresponding to the seasons of the Church's liturgical calendar. Praying the Liturgy of the Hours can be a powerful tool. It helps us acquire the discipline of regular prayer. It fills our hearts and minds with Scripture as we go about our day. I once heard a priest say every single priest he knew who had left the priesthood had stopped praying his daily office of prayer. For more info, talk to your priest or a Catholic bookstore and cover your household in spiritual protection each day with the Mass, Rosary, and the Liturgy of the Hours. This is Greg Ewell for Faith Check. Support for programming comes from Klein Electric, a local family-oriented electrical contractor, a 100% employee-owned company with branches across the Midwest to provide comprehensive electrical services. Klein Electric is able to help with any residential and commercial project. Learn more at kleinelectric.com. Fast Signs is a custom sign and visual solutions company with an extensive selection of digital signage, interior and exterior signs, banners, and vehicle wraps. Learn more at fastsigns.com. Thank you, Fast Signs in Clive, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. And we're back here at the Ankeny Centennial Gym alongside Scott Babinett. I'm Mark Amadale. Final score tonight in the girls' contest, Dallin Catholic, a 51-45 win over Ankeny Centennial. And before we get to our numbers, we've got assistant coach Joel Danner joining us tonight. It, Scott, is he the defensive coach? What happened after you left? I know they reorganized everything. <laughs> no, he, he does a great job with the defensive side, the scout teams, getting them ready to prepare and teach the – girls the movements they have to defend and and just uh then does individual work with the girls especially inside of the posts and he, he does a variety of things now i know who to blame well that, that's what coach Faber did last week with the defense but you know scott so. thanks for jo- uh, appreciate you joining <laughs> us thank you congratulations never easy to win up here as you never know. easy to win on the road especially up here at centennial just you know another hard-fought defensive game like we thought it was going to be so you know what, take one on the road, now we can rest for a couple of days. Well, you, tonight, uh, a six-point win. You're up two at halftime. Uh, Centennial had, what, a four-point lead at one point? You guys had a nine-point lead. Typical Scott DeYoung coach game. Yeah. You know he's involved when it's low-scoring, uh, defensive. Uh, your kids played through this one, and this is a, a tough stretch for you. You know, three games last week, yeah. uh, but you got four games in like uh, less than six days, and you guys come on on top, but this is probably the toughest as far as the defense you have to face. By far uh, the toughest, coach. Like, like you said, by far the toughest. Coach Young always has these girls so prepared. They play so hard on both ends of the floor, but you know, our girls, you know, we, I think like you said, third quarter we got up nine, but then they cut right back and tied it up at 29, and, and we had a little spurt, and uh, you know, kind of went from there from the free throw line. But yeah, 
you know, they make you work for everything on the offensive end. And our girls just, they were, you know, I think they were ready for the challenge. I mean, Ava got knocked around there a little bit, but uh, she stuck out the game. And, you know, Layla hit a couple free throws late, but you know, our girls just showed some resilience. And, you know, again, no, you know, couple not feeling real well, but they fought through it. And now they got some time to rest. Yeah. I thought the first half you guys attacked that baseline a lot, but we're getting doubled and stopped not getting much out of it. In the second half, I being down in the center, it looked like you guys changed your attack angles to go middle and, and look there to get more opportunities. Yeah, we did. We, we talked about that at halftime. Just be, We knew the double team was probably going to come, and we could probably sneak Ole underneath there and get her a basket or two. And, and she got two looks right away. She missed one, I believe, and made her second one. And that's always huge when we can get production out of her on the offensive end. But, yeah, you know, our girls did a much better job attacking the middle. And, and, you know, once they have to commit, then we've got real shooters on the perimeter, and we've got a good, you know, we've got a good post player underneath there. Right. And your defense is completely different, it looks like, with Muller in there to challenge everything. Oh. Yeah, that game of runs there when she wasn't wasn't in the game there. Yeah, no, Pratt just took over when Ole was trying to guard her, and she's so good. She's so athletic, and, you know, you're, you're a state long jump champion and all that good stuff. You know she can jump and leap in the air, and that's hard for her to defend. But, you know, and then you throw Ellie out there 6'2", and she goes straight up and, and goes verticality. I mean, she's, right. she, she's, tough to, she's tough to play against, and... But she did a great job, I and mean, we made a lot of sh I mean, Pratt scored a lot, you know, Crawford scored a bunch, but you know what, we took away the other girls, and you know, we'll take our chances with that. We're busy with uh, Joel Danner, the assistant uh, girls basketball coach at Dowling Catholic High School, following the Maroons' win on the road here at Anchorage Centennial, 51-45, Dowling the winner, a final in our only game tonight, so we appreciate uh, getting you on here on the postgame show, uh, <laughs> Coach Danner, and I'll tell you, it, you know, low-scoring game, uh, free throws, you guys went to the line 16 times. You were 14 out of 16. That's a positive because it shows the girls that they're not settling for jumpers. They're finding a way to get inside. And Centennial did the same. They scored. They, they had 14 free throw attempts. They went 11 of 14. So both teams know not to settle for jumpers and try to pack it inside. And that had to be the key. That's a very tough defense uh, to, to defend. I know Zedeker was having her hands full with Crawford, and, and she's never an easy matchup. No, she's not. She's got. She's really quick underneath that basket. She's got a great little. Barkley move and spin with the left hand finish and you know we knew that coming in but still you got to stop it trying to you know put that out in practice is, is tough to simulate and, you know but you know, again give credit to our defense I mean they just kept attacking 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 and I think we withstood that challenge and then you know realized that you know we got to master toughness on both ends and we started to get to the basket a little bit and, you know and the referee crew did a great job tonight I mean I think it was really consistent all the way through and our girls just battled. I mean, after, like you say, four games, seven days, you know, to yeah. come out on the road with a win against the Tenniel is huge. You know, and, uh, you know, Jaden Pratt, uh, the other scorer, you know, she was in double figures. We had her unofficially for 16 points. Crawford had 21. And the way they run their offense, they run that little dribble weave. And I'll tell you, it's like the third pass. you got to be ready because they're going to come down. And tonight they tried to get Ava Martin involved uh, with that more so than Tilly Smith. But uh, they try to make uh, hay out of that. And you guys did a pretty good job defending it. You force a lot of bad shots. They were kind of shooting over the uh, over the rim and uh, off the backboard. Yeah, you know, and they, they've changed their offense since, you know, that's a whole new style since Christmas break. And almost the you know, same type of actions that we're trying to run on top of the fingers action with the pass and, you know, bring the girl over the top and trying to break it down and put your post to the weak side on the drive and leave a shooter in the corner. And they're pretty good at that. You know, if, if those girls are hitting shots with the perimeter, they're going to be a lot, you know, a lot, it's going to be a tough one to stop as this post, postseason comes around. 
you know, this is the type of game that gets you ready for the postseason. So, you know, it's good to have them here. It's good to get them out of the way now. And like I say, now we've got a couple days where we can relax. Yeah, and the good thing is I, I think the contrast to both games, you beat them your way at home and you beat them their way here. Uh, I, I, one of the things I was the talking points we were going to have before the game was keeping them off the offensive boards. And as it turns out, I, it looks like they had 11 offensive boards and they had 12 more shots. Uh, but they need that volume, and you still challenged and made things difficult tonight, I thought. Yeah, no, they did a good job off the offensive boards. And, you know, I, at times, you know, our, every time it seemed like we had a timeout, it was talking about toughness, toughness, get the ball, be strong, two hands, because they were going to rip everything out. And we didn't we didn't locate a couple of times on some shots. They got some nice offensive boards and second-chance points and opportunities. Um, those are things that we can obviously look at and clean up a little bit on the defensive end. And, yeah, uh, it's just it's just again it's one of those games where you just you have to battle till the end and you, I mean it doesn't matter if you have a seven point lead with a minute left or whatnot two point lead you know it's going to come down to the wire and to again to the girls have so much confidence right now in themselves defensively but we've put a great stretch of four games together of holding opponents 45 or under now and you know, if we can continue to do that, good things are going to come our way. Now, we know you uh, help out with the defense a little bit, Joel. So the other question I have, and maybe Babinac can do this since he's kind of retired from the bench <laughs> and up here with me, where he hasn't lost a game, by the way. He has not uh, lost he, a game up here. Undefeated. Uh, uh, who's the free throw coach? 14 out of 16 at the line tonight. Who's going to take credit for the free throws? I'll bet Faber will right uh, away. Said she threw me out of defense last week. I mean, she, oh, she, she did. Definitely, she did. I heard that. Yeah, I'll have to give her credit on the free throws. Who tells coach. these people that? Uh, See, I'm always listening. I'm always listening. Just like I tell the kids in class, there's always somebody watching and listening. Darn it. i got to remember that. Yeah, that's right. But, no, she uh, – we, we spent – we have you – know, this. You know, I've been there 11 years now, and this is probably the most that we've spent shooting free throws in practice in those 11 years. And, you know, games like this are why we do that. It pays off. You put them in some pressure situations in practice, and hopefully it translates to the game, and, and tonight it did. And so, you know, we'll, we'll take the free throw line, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll take the win and get out of here. Well, Coach, t today I, uh, Coach Meyer texted me to say, hey, uh, you guys at the game? And I said, yes. And she's, I said, be ready for those hard-hitting post-game questions. She goes, I'm sending Joel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, didn't, she didn't tell me that till, till the game started. So I was unaware, but that's uh, all right. She probably she's, had to go give her post-game speech, so we're okay. She was ducking us. <laughs> well, Coach Danner, talk about what's up for the Maroons. They don't, you don't play until Saturday. We have Ames at home. Yeah. And then next week you uh, head to Waukee Northwest, and then you're home against Urbandale. And that's a big night with uh, big 50 night. years of Dowling yep. girls basketball ball but let's break it down what's what's going to happen yeah. tuesday wednesday thursday friday there's four days to prepare for Ames. Yeah. Uh, these girls have been through a war here this They've last week war. tomorrow's going to be a lifting day and kind of you know get a little bit of shooting in and probably not a whole lot else take a wednesday off and thursday we'll come back and we'll get an hour and a half practice in start getting ourselves you know do what we need to do strong hands working on our offense and cleaning things up defensively and then we'll work on our scout on Friday for Ames, and we'll play on Saturday at 12:30. So then we then we go into the final week of the regular season. So we got we got a lot of you know, a lot of things to clean up, but you know we're we're at a pretty good position right now in terms of what the season is, is given to us. You're listening to the post game show following the Dowling girls win tonight, 51-45 over Ankeny Centennial here in Ankeny. As uh, yeah, it's a Monday night uh, girls basketball game makeup. And uh, Joel Danner, Dowling assistant coach, visiting with us, and uh, Macy Harnden joining us too. What do you what do you what do you know about this young lady? I know she works her butt off every day in practice, <laughs> and, and 
You know, she's not going to like me saying this, but she's, we're going to need her a lot in these next three games, and she's going to have to pick up production on both sides of the floor for us. But holy cow, the minutes she's given us this year, right. totally unexpected. Um, you know, obviously not in her mind, but I think surprised the coaching staff early. And if she can continue to do that, we can get production out of her. We're going we're gonna to be pretty good going into postseason. Macy, welcome. And uh, you're no you're no stranger to the microphone. We had you on during the football no. season. <laughs> we were talking and uh, interviewing her about one of the events you were involved with. But now it's basketball season. Mm -hmm. What a game. And uh, what a role you've played, especially when somebody gets in foul trouble. You're out there. You're just going to stay out there and match up. Great job. Oops. What do we do, what do, we do here? You're going to have to use, yeah. <laughs> Joel wanted to get going. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, he. I thought it was a pretty good game for us go. overall. Um, we didn't shoot great, but came out with a win, which is what's most important. Well, it is important, and uh, you've had a big role all season, uh, Macy, coming off the uh, the bench. You're, uh, you know, what averaging just over three points, two rebounds, a lot of assists, and I'll tell you, uh, nothing can break down. Next person in, and, and that was obviously your role all season. And tonight, a big win on the road here at, at Centennial. Yeah, um, just throughout the season. I've gotten to come in off the bench. Obviously, the five above me are great, and I love coming in and playing with them. And this game was just another way for me to come in and do my role. Now, Macy, uh, every time you come into the game, it seems like the other team's saying, put her in the post. And you just fight there. What's your mindset when you're going against bigger uh, bigger players? Yeah, I, I get asked that a lot. Um, obviously, I'm, what, like 5'3", so they do. They see the size <laughs> matchup. But I feel I'm a pretty strong person. I work hard in the weight room. So... I take that as a challenge and give my best and use my strength and just work hard down there when they put bigs on me. And you do a really great job moving your feet. You're always active. It's, you know, like that foot fire type thing, but you're ready to go right or left, and, and, and you meet the challenge. It's it's really probably encouraging your teammates to see your effort there, and that's what Coach is putting you in there to do. So I just congratulations on a great job for doing that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate having you up here, Macy. Nice job, and you're gonna, they're going to need you. Get some rest. Get ready for Ames on Saturday, and, of course, next week, Waukee Northwest. West and Urbandale. So uh, thanks for your role. Yeah. And uh, second time in Iowa, Catholic. Second Great. time. That's right. And she has to keep hitting those little rim shots that roll around there. And <laughs> Hopefully we'll just get swishes next there game. That's the plan. There as long go. as it goes in. There you go. Well, congratulations, Macy. Thank you for coming up. And uh, best of luck next week. Thank you. Good job, Macy. Uh, Macy Hearn joining us here on the postgame show as we'll take our final break and come back and wrap things up with uh, final statistics and scoring uh, tonight. And again, the final score, Dowling Catholic defeating Ankeny Centennial 51-45. Mark Hamadale, Scott Babinet, our thanks to Joel Danner, Dowling Catholic girls assistant coach, along with Macy Harnden, one of the uh, juniors on the ball club, to visit with us on the postgame show. And we'll take a one-minute break and come back with final thoughts here at the Ankeny Centennial Gym. they got another game going on here. It's uh, Ankeny Centennial boys taking on Des Moines North. And you're hearing the introductions as we speak now. But we'll be back for final thoughts on the girls game following these messages on Iowa Catholic Radio. Married couples, have you ever considered abstaining from marital relations during the season of Lent? I'm Father Thomas J. Loya with the Theology of the Body moment for the Tabor Life Institute. Actually, this is a very ancient practice in the church during seasons such as Lent. St. Paul even spoke about it in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. The intent of this custom is not to say the body and sexuality are bad, but that they are good and holy. A good way to appreciate the value of something is to step back from it for a while and reapproach it anew. Abstaining also reminds us of one of the fundamental principles of the theology of the body. Celibacy and marriage are two sides of the same coin. 
An occasional and appropriate celibate dimension in marriage reminds us that we belong to God and that marriage is simply a foretaste of the real thing to come in heaven. Understanding this will bring a lot of life and happiness to any marriage. To find out more about the Theology of the Body, visit TaborLife.org. TaborLife.org. And welcome back to the Aikany Centennial Gym. Post-game show here on, show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Found the Dowling girls win tonight by the score of 51-45 over Ankeny Centennial. And back at the Dowling gym tonight, or thanks to Denny O'Grady, the Dowling boys, an 85-13 win over the uh, Hoover boys. Dowling was led by Ryan Kleppe, 16 points. Nick Frerichs with 11 points as the Maroons had a 45-7 lead at halftime and uh, won it 85-13 to even their record at 8-8 eight and eight on the season. The Dowling girls with the win tonight. Their record improves to 14-4. and four. Anke Centennial falls to 9-8. and eight. And Scott Babinett, you got to look at the uh, statistics of tonight's Dowling win over Centennial. Yeah, tonight Dowling on the road here with 16 for 33 from the field, 5 for 15 from 3, 14 for 16 from the uh, free throw line, 21 rebounds, 4 were offensive, and 11 turnovers. For Centennial, they were 17 for 45 from the field, 0 for 9 from 3, 11 for 14 from the line, 22 rebounds, 11 of which were offensive, which we talked about, and seven total turnovers. All right, for uh, the Maroons tonight, scoring-wise, unofficial scoring, uh, Ava Zedeker, we have a 24 points. She was 10 of 12 at the free-throw line, free line, and uh, she hit two three-pointers for her total of 24 points to lead Dowling. And also in double figures, Ellie Muller with 11 points. She had two points at halftime with two fouls, and she finished with 11 points. Rounding out scoring for Dowling, Katie Muller with eight points, all in the second half. Four points for Ellie Olson. Layla Tritton finishing with two free throws and two points. And off the bench, the young lady who we just got done interviewing, Macy Harnden with uh, two points for the Maroons. Dowling went 14-16 at the free throw line in tonight's win over Ankeny Centennial. Now for the Centennial Jaguars and head coach Scott DeYoung. His team was led by Maya Crawford, the uh, Drake recruit with 21 points. Jaden Pratt with 16 points, the Illinois State recruit. Been rounding out scoring for Centennial. Three points for Tilly Smith. Two points for Ava Martin. The fifth starter, Finley Blackmore, did not score for the Jaguars. And off the bench, Kylan Smith with two points for Centennial. Lizzie Beam also played for the Jags and did not score. Ankeny, was, Ankeny Centennial was 11 of 14 at the free throw line. And breaking down the score, scoring by quarters. Centennial led 10 to 9 at the end of the first quarter. Dowling outscored Centennial 11-8 in the second quarter. The Maroons with a two-point lead at halftime, 20-18 over Centennial. In the third quarter, both teams played to a 13-13 tie. Dowling had a two-point lead going into the fourth quarter, 33-31. And the Maroons outscored Centennial 18-14 in the fourth quarter to win it 51-45. So that's a look at some of the numbers. 
And uh, Scott Batman, anything you'd like to throw in there? Because it's going to be uh, about eight days until we're back on the air from the Waukee Northwest Gym in our next doubleheader, which is next week. Well, it, you know, this was a good game, like Coach Danner said, to win. It, you know, this was the typical Ankeny Centennial game where it felt like a rock fight the whole time. And uh, just <laughs> both teams played tough. I th- felt like uh, Centennial is a more physical team, as a, a but... They were smaller inside than Dowling with, with Muller and, and uh, Olsen, but they competed all night. Finally, Dowling was able to get a couple open shots and knock down threes uh, late, which helped. I think in you know for Dowling to reach the goal they want, which is obviously a chance to win the state tournament championship, you know it's great what Zedeker did tonight, but they are going to need more uh, more production out of the other four spots, you know, and and you know that's just going to be necessary. Otherwise. Uh, everybody's going to focus their, their attention to Zedeker. That is true. And, of course, when you're, you're playing freshmen, sometimes they're going to get worn down. They're not uh, physically as strong. And you hope you can kind of get get through that. And I saw that a little bit, but that's also when you're playing four games in about six days, as right. Dowling has done, uh, that's going to catch up to them. So they'll get their legs and their strength back in the next four days that they have off before they take on Ames on Saturday. And I, I know the coaches very well, and I know they're going to work on that ball handling, that you know, pulling the ball tight and, and trying to to shorten up that, that, you know, get loose with the ball and the turnovers, which, you know, t- typically 11 turnovers, the way the style Dowling likes to play, you don't want to see, but you can manage that. And uh, it's just when you get up in the 15s and 16s, you want to stop that. I mean, they, if they if they correct that and everybody gets a little bit tired of the ball, finishing more, they'll be okay. All right. Well, Scott, appreciate you uh, making your way up here to Ankeny, and I'll see you over in Waukee uh, a week from tomorrow as Dowling travels to Waukee Northwest for a girl boy doubleheader, uh, which is uh, scheduled for Tuesday, February 6th. That'll be our next broadcast. Look, looking forward to that when I missed the first Northwest game. That's right, you did. Uh, so, you know, that was a good game to – I heard it on the radio, though. You did? Oh, that's I right. I did. We are traveling. So. On, on the app. So. That's right. It was during your anniversary. Yes. Oh, that, I forgot all about that. Well, when you're traveling, the wife doesn't care if you're listening to it then. After 34 <laughs> years, do you think she does? Oh, nah, she's fine. <laughs> well, congratulations, and thanks for joining me here Thank tonight, you. Scott, for our, our one game, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Scott Babin at my broadcast partner tonight, and that'll wrap things up from the Centennial Gym. I can't uh, go away without saying thanks to our uh, sponsors and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. They include Fast Signs, Bows in the Florist, Blessman International, our thanks to Ashworth Vision Clinic, Skeffington's Formal Wear, Construction Professionals, Klein Electric, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and our thanks to Brightside Aesthetics uh, by Ducharme, Ducharme Dermatology in Clive. And we appreciate all those people supporting our broadcast of Dowling Catholic Athletics for the last 47 years. And, of course, that includes our business underwriters and supporters. Our thanks to Tom Wilson, the athletic director at Dowling, Colleen Webb, Jared Herring, out of the athletic office for all they do for us. And, uh, of course, Ankeny up here at Centennial High School. Uh, our thanks to Nate Lindgren, the athletic director, and his assistants, Blake Crookshank and Marge Rasmussen, Holly Anderson, and thanks to all of them. And, of course, the coaches, uh, Scott DeYoung, the head girls coach at Centennial, along with uh, Bob Fontana, who's coaching the Ankeny uh, boys team against Des Moines Hoover right now. And right now the uh, J- Jags are up 
16 to 3 over Des Moines North in the first quarter in their non-division game. Again, our next broadcast will be next week. It'll be uh, Tuesday, February 6th. Dowling at Waukee Northwest and a girl-boy doubleheader will be on there at 6 o'clock from the Northwest Gym. Again, the final scores one more time tonight. In the girls' contest here on Iowa Catholic Radio, it was Dowling Catholic 51, Ankeny Centennial 35. The third-ranked Maroons improved their record to 14-4, while Ankeny Centennial, they fall to a record of 9-8, and eight, and they are ranked fifth in Class 5A. Congratulations back in West Des Moines to the Dowling Catholic boys. An 85-13 win over Des Moines Hoover tonight as the Maroons were led by Ryan Kleppe, 16 points. Nick Frerichs with 11 points to lead Dowling. The Maroons record now 8-8. Eight eight. So for everybody involved with our broadcast tonight, for Scott Babinat and for our studio producer, Brady Grimm, this is Mark Hamadale saying goodnight and so long from the Ankeny Centennial Gym and from all of us here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Have a safe and blessed, faith-filled evening. Coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Construction Professionals, Klein Electric, Blessman International, Fast Signs, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Bozen the Florist. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The preceding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.